Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Weber, and I am joined by Andy Gramuka. Number one, lining your clothes with rainbows, Stan Cullen Ashley. Emilio Diaz. So today is going to be part two of our uh, spooky month. Uh, today we're going to be talking about witches. And we are joined by our guest from the Vaulting the Walt podcast, KT Jean. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talk about witches. I can't wait. So let's Ooh. do it. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's check this Thirty second pause. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we're, we're waiting for the ghost that's apparently haunting this podcast yeah. to uh, introduce know, yeah, themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we've got three witch movies to talk about. We've got the Blair Witch premiered at Sundance. Uh, the Vivich also w- premiered at Sundance. I would like to clarify that it is the Blair Witch Project and not the <laughs> reboot oh, called yeah, the Blair Witch. Important clarification. <laughs> yes. What a flub. <laughs> Wait, what did I watch? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, and you watched just like 2020 or whatever when that movie came out, 2018 or something. Yeah. And of course, we also have The Love Witch, mm. which premiered at the International Film Festival of Rotterdam. Three Lots of witches. witchy movies, yeah. So we're gonna yes. go in order, which is the order I just said. So, uh, who would like to start us off on the Blair Witch Project? Colin. Oh me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, Blair Witch Project. Crazy movie, right? Yeah, would you would like say. to introduce what it is? Or I what mean, it's yeah. About so Colin? I mean, I feel like it's a known <laughs> thing. It's like three friends, kind of, go into the woods. Uh, One of them seems to be yeah. basically a straight. Yeah, it's like it's, a yeah, higher. They yeah, they, yeah. They're meeting Mike for the first time. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, Which seems like a totally logical thing to do, uh, you know, going into a ha- supposedly haunted forest, but, you know. Yes. I mean, that feeds into my overall. This is, I mean, this is like Maryland. That's your neck of the woods, right, Jesse? I mean, yes. So uh, if we want to get into this, I, I've wondered for a long time. It's in Maryland, not that close to where I live uh but what the connection I do have that's more specific is that I did go to Blair High School which uh at the I don't so Blair High School is named after Montgomery Blair who is play who is in he's in Lincoln as a character obviously his dad is Hal Holbrook and then he's played by someone else I don't think the Blair Witch Project has anything... The the Blair Witch is named after Montgomery Blair. (laughs) But there is a scene very early in the movie where, at the beginning of the movie, they're going around and asking people, oh, have you heard of the Blair Witch? And the first person who's asked, she goes, uh, I think maybe I've heard of it. Uh, my sister went to Blair High School. Nice. I also remember that, was very exciting. Yeah. Well, I think it's like mm-hmm. the 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 actual place used to be called Blair, and then they changed right. the yeah. place. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So uh, that, that I was trying to remember. They're yeah. going into the woods to find this like, uh, it's like a legend of this girl who died and haunts these woods or like haunts a cemetery or something. Yeah, there's lots of layers to the like yeah. myth 
of the witch, and it's right? like not presented like mm-hmm. super, super. No, yeah, it's like no, very yes. like right. proto found footage. Like that's like right. its whole yeah. bit of when it came out. Like everyone thought it was real or whatever, or not everyone. I mean, like, <laughs> it was a thing of like people were like, "This movie's the scariest thing I've ever seen because it actually happened." Um, but it's like they go in the woods, and then there's um, you know witchy things that happen, and like the friends sort of like get picked off one by one in a way, and it like culminates in this thing. I was very terrified to watch this movie, and it wasn't as scary as I had thought it would be, is where Same. I'll start, I guess. It's not terribly scary. Like, I was watching this movie at, like, two in the morning with no lights, and it a lot, it did not have too much of an effect on me. Yeah, it's like a spooky movie, for sure. It fits yeah, perfectly yeah, with yeah. Spooky Month. Yeah. Because um, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm, like, I, I was like I'm much more susceptible to like a jump scare and that's what I thought it was going to be like a lot of like I was expecting like something more along the lines of like a Cloverfield where there's like mm. a creepy vibe and then also mm. like crazy jumps and stuff throughout um, yeah, but same. it's mostly just like uh, you're just like with these people <laughs> and uh, it'll be like nighttime and you'll hear like the tent rustling and they'll be like freaking right. out and like jiggling the camera all over the place and it's like oh my god <laughs> what's happening and it's super tense yeah. and then it'll be daytime and they're all just like pissed at each other and that right. is yeah. also like, like so intense because it's uh, right it's all about like the aftermath of like scary things happening to yes. them right because like yeah. you'll like you'll like it they'll like turn the camera on like shortly after like a thing has spooked them and then like They'll open the tent and there'll be piles of rocks outside. Yeah. And, like there'll be the like yeah. the twigs that are tied to the slime. Um, <laughs> yeah, the right. slime. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I guess um, it's one of the in- or interesting parts of the movie is that you never actually see the Blair Witch for like yeah. judging this on like right. levels of witchery. Um, uh, she's if, like an if, unknown if, entity. Is there a Blair Witch? Who's the By the end, it seems like there's probably a Blair Witch. I think by the ending of the movie, it's like, well, it seems like there's some kind of thing happening. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it just ends with a guy facing a wall. Yeah, I feel like the movie suggests that perhaps it's just about three people who are going crazy. Yeah. I mean, there is that, like that yeah. seems like sure. a reasonable interpretation. The, the Blair Witch was the friends we lost among the way. <laughs> there yeah, we go. Mm-hmm. And well, the I ears mean, then, like, yeah, what, <laughs> and body parts I, and <laughs> right. I mean, I guess then is the implication that like one of them is like doing all Fucking the stuff with the rocks and stuff. The and, What's like, a slime? Then Emilio, answer that question. <laughs> you get all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> don't actually answer it. Uh, yeah. I see where you're, I see where you're going. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah this is a fam- family-friendly podcast. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, so yeah. Well, one thing, like, it's very short, right? It's yeah. Like eight yeah. minutes long. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. it it is. I I feel like I definitely was not watching. Like, I watched it like two p.m. in like the middle of the afternoon with like all my yeah. because like. Bright, like, this is the, yeah. <laughs> I, with all your lights on, a glare on the TV, and it was recorded off of TBS. <laughs> wow. I almost watched it recorded off of TBS, but then I did not. Um, uh, uh, Why so, is TBS showing the Blair Witch Project? What don't they show? It's, too, funny. it's very funny. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, I, I, so I, the thing that I noticed was like, this is, like, I'm, I'm obviously not like, doing this properly but like it is like a very atmospheric thing that still gets across like how much of it is like on like the sound design mm. and like 
the production yes. design of mm-hmm. like all the all the items and stuff and like I thought that stuff was like genuinely like extraordinary considering like you know the story oh. like they it costs like twenty thousand dollars or whatever right to make and um and, right. and they were like and like the the actual like house at the end like is very cool all the stuff that they do to it to like make it seem like cre- creepy and spooky all the design of like the random like rock piles and like the twig design yeah is, like, it's like how do I make these how do I make just like a bunch of twigs tied together like iconic in a way and like they figured out a way to do that yeah um because uh, like I I watched the trailer for like the sequel that came out like oh. last year or mm-hmm. whatever and like they really double down on like the twig like formation as like a big part of the Blair Witch mythology. Sure. Yeah, um, I mean, I this I watched it for the first time for this, um, and I was surprised at how little the twig dolls actually showed up because as someone yeah. who like grew up with like the I guess, um, iconography, icon, iconography. Wait, iconography. There iconography? we go. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, iconography. Um, I I always thought like that the the dolls were like such an important part and then they were only really in it for that one part and i was like huh interesting yeah. Yeah. it is like the lasting images of the movie are the like twig doll and just like the eyes and from the head up like at the yeah. end when she's right. talking at the right. camera night vision yeah yeah well i mean like my little exposure to it was the trailer for the video game that came out last year and the and the like oh, image right. and the image that they use is the guy facing the corner i mean yeah that's oh, like a okay. classic thing that's like yeah yeah, I imagine a very like influential thing. The other like so I Andy's saying like what is like good about it. I think the movie is like very good. Um, mm. It like is creepy in a way that is like uh, builds great tension, and then like the blow up arguments like in the daytime are like also like not uh, like cheesy in any way. Like they feel like real like arguments between like <laughs> acquaintances or whatever. And I was like, yeah. wow, this is so. Like I've like I've been in arguments like this, like not about the same things, but just like annoyed and like it's just like very realistic and like uh, I think like you know knowing that it is like actors or whatever the performances like are all really good. Uh, Joshua Leonard, someone we've like talked about before on the podcast, is like great in it. And uh, yeah, Josh Leonard rules in it. The lead actress, whose name I don't uh, have right now, is also very She's good. great. I think the other two performances are okay. I liked her the best. I thought she same. Was. Um, I, I think the same for saying. I think I mean the best piece of like the my favorite part of the movie is like the it's like the blow up where the two dudes they just start laughing. They oh, just like find it all. Right, that's good. That that felt like the most real of just like three people clearly so mad that they've gone to the yes. other side and just like laughing and then the, the other person who feels excluded just being mad at them for laughing yes yes, yes. yes. <laughs> i think uh, to, to clarify my position on the performances i think that mike and heather both have very good moments and josh leonard is like the one really good cohesive performance is he the one who gets uh, yeah. kidnapped or yeah 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 okay. yeah josh leonard is like the, the new guy too okay yeah Right. No, no, he's no. Not the, the, the sound is the Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. Um, they, they were all, it was kind of like an improv performance, right? Like, didn't they hire the performers and just like right. really put them I in mean, the woods and like I fuck think, with them for three yes, days? Yes, I think me yeah. and Emilio kind of had the same take, which is like, this movie is just like a mumblecore movie. Yeah, that's what it yes. is. And like, and like Josh Leonard helps make that connection because he's in Hump Day, yeah. but like, yeah. Mumblecore. It's like mumblecore with like a little twinge of horror. 
Yeah, Mumble that's horror. like. Yeah. We'll get there. Sorry, did you say that again? Horror, I believe, is the. Yeah, sorry, Mumble horror. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that's a good point because it is like, yeah, I mean, it's got like the shaky cam. Like, it's much more obvious in this that it's like, you know, from the POV of the character than like a normal Mumble right, where it's yeah. like, Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, Mumblecore is not usually like uh, first person or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a good call actually. I mean, it's like even Hump Day is just like that's also a movie about just like friends pushing each other to, to do something that they, pro- yeah. that they don't want to do. And that does really. have some first person footage, if I recall, towards the right. end. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a um, bit, but yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, like, yeah. I guess the other thing is like this movie was like a sensation at the time it came out. Yeah. Like, it was like a, right. a true. And like, I think that like you can really see why. Like, it was a perfect movie for its moment. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, a perfect movie to, like, have the VHS and be, like, this is, like, maybe real or whatever. Yeah, and, like, yeah. be at a sleepover with your friends and, like, be, like, needling them to, like, think about, like, oh, this is real or is it not? Or, like, right? And, like, and having right. that, like, social go experience out, of viewing Go outside, movie. throw right. rocks at the window. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, every time I hung out with, like, my friends and they were, like, we gotta go check out this haunted house. And I'm, like... Have fun. Uh, yeah, bye. Like, yeah, I'll be home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. And I will say before we get too far away from this, I did a little bit of research and uh, it's it, it obviously isn't like usually considered mumblecore, but I did find an article about uh, a guy named Matt Fagerholm in Chicago. He was doing a, uh, a series on mumblecore and he did start it with the Blair Witch Project. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that, and then went to like funny haha and <laughs> tiny furniture. Yeah, <laughs> puffy chair. Yeah. <laughs> but like that was my main oh, takeaway. Like, boy, this is like this is like a great movie to like have as a tool in your arsenal to like use for for something like to make a moment or to make an experience. Like, I think the movie itself is like pretty solid and like is definitely like doing the things that it's wanting to do uh, at at the level that it's wanting to do them. But like, I think there's the the fact that like the movie lives on larger in the public consciousness i think is like not necessarily just because of the content of the movie but because of like the moment it came out and the way that people are able to use the movie um beyond the the actual like text of the film itself it like it's like for sure a movie that is greatly enhanced by just like not ever being exposed to something like it yeah like obviously right. we've all seen like found footage movies but if like you don't know that a found footage movie is a thing that exists you would be fucking freaked out even like even if like even if beyond like whether you are tricked or not just like the way in which that form can create tension is i I imagine it being a novel thing can really have an effect on you yes so i can see why it was a sensation and this wasn't yeah i mean like I'm sorry, this wasn't the first found footage, but it kind of, like, revitalized the kind of genre, for lack of a better word, right? Okay. No, that's a question. I don't know or not. (laughs) I I have no clue. I I mean, I imagine that's the sort of thing that some people, like, either experimented or, like, played with I mean, yeah, it's like, well, because it's, like, it's not that far, I guess, into the, like, when that was an accessible thing that, like, people would just have, like, Right. camera equipment right. available to them so that you could even right. like go so far as to like make that conceit like they they do go to the lengths of like 
they are trying to make a documentary film about this right. historical Blair Witch. Like, they need that level of, like, this is why they have Set all up. this right. stuff. Yeah. Um, whereas today, it's just like, everyone's got a cell phone. Yeah. Is, right? Yeah. Like, um, uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, like, sort of on the verge of where that stuff is becoming more accessible to people so that mm-hmm. you're able to, to build that conceit into a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. I guess, I guess, like, just doing s- quick research, Cannibal Holocaust is generally regarded oh, okay. to be, like, okay. the, like, recovered so, like film the, things. Yeah, yeah, like, okay. yeah, just like found footage, recovered film, that sort of genre. That's right. yeah. sort of the or, not the exact original, but the, the big first one, and yeah. then mm-hmm. it like bounced around as a sort of genre for a while, and then the Blair Witch Project really is what solidified it. Yeah. Blair Witch and then right, the I mean X. to to sure, like to talk out of my ass for a second. I would imagine that like it's got roots in the avant garde, uh, mm. but I I don't have anything further to say on that. That's just a guess. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what I was gonna say before is just like I I agree that it is a very well directed and put together film my only hesitation with it is just like they're all so fucking dumb like not that you can't have a bunch of really dumb characters but like it just makes me not care i mean yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, especially yeah. the dude fucking kicking their map into yeah, the river. That's, like, that's, come on. I mean, <laughs> but also, like, it's real dumb to just, like, be like, yeah, we can... I, and they, they kind of acknowledge it towards the end. They're like, well, it was real dumb to just, like, wander off into the woods. Yeah, not the uh, greatest of... Yeah. I kind yeah. of like how hubristic um, Heather right. is and how, like, she gets yeah, to be... The one being like, yeah, yeah, I know where we're going. It's fine, it's fine. And then... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, like, for sure, like... That's an, a, a sort of thing I can identify with, of just like continuing to be like, "Oh, we're fine." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Just yeah. double down yeah. when you're wrong. Well, and also, yeah. like, I, I also like think like the first like ten minutes where like you get a sense of like what their ambition is mm-hmm. is really important for this, right? Like you see them like interviewing people on the street and like they're trying, like you can see like they think like, "Oh, I'm gonna make this like cool documentary and that's gonna be like my calling card or whatever," and I'm gonna like. You can, like, as people who are perhaps hubris- hubristically doing, a, like, a creative project mm-hmm. to, uh, to that, you know, will, that, that, that asserts our place in the world maybe a little more fully. Like, I can sort of see where that impulse comes from and why they would maybe be, like, excited by the creative project and to the degree that they, like, maybe make some unwise decisions. Uh, yeah. I yeah. guess. I don't think there's any world in which that documentary is very good. <laughs> but but they think it's going to be good. It's sure. not important I'm, whether it's actually right. good. But <laughs> the fact that they think it's going to be really good a different also, feeds huh. into that they're That's like the start dumb. of any creative project, right? Thinking it's yeah. going to be very good. <laughs> my, I yeah. guess my question is was more like, because they leave real soon, and I'm like, is that like a 15-minute documentary? Like, how long is it supposed to be? Right, that's also yeah. a good question. Because I, I, did they just go in to get that footage they get, like, right at the start of, like, Maybe, like, maybe they're just, yeah, like, this is the location footage, and they're gonna... No, I mean, really I will say something else planned. Yeah. In like response to Jesse, I have a lot of friends who I would know, who I know, who I would react that way to that yes. thing. The unrealistic part is that everybody I know would have also like punted the camera like yes, forty five yeah. minutes. In. <laughs> yes, I know exactly. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I mean, people like you like just people punch walls when they get angry all the time. It's yeah. not outside of the real well, possibility. Unfortunately for you guys, I went to Blair High yeah, School, sure. so these are not the types of people that I've associated uh, was, with. Was it was it like a thing in your high school? Like, did you guys know about the Blair Witch Project, or were you just? I mean, like... we knew there was a movie. We I remember occasionally having a conversation where someone would be like. Yeah, there's this movie called The Blair Witch Project. I think it's set kind of nearby. That was the extent of the conversation. Like, I had, like, movie nights with my friends, including some, I think, on Halloween while I was at Blair. And I don't think anyone was ever like, ah, we gotta watch The Blair Witch Project. It's not like you don't have, like, a, I don't know, a trophy in your high school case being, like, mentioned in The Blair Witch Project. (laughs) Yeah, the little twig monster or whatever. Yeah. Just a screen screen grab. I mean, I'll say Blair High School does not have the best history with uh propping up their alumni who have become prominent filmmakers in that it took me a very long time to figure out that joshua oppenheimer director of the act of killing and the look of silence went to blair high school wow In fact, the point at which I figured out that he went to that high school was the point at which I found an article in which he was talking about how uh, shitty the magnet program is and how it's basically uh, legal segregation. Jesus. Um, Yeah, the part at the beginning where the lady has the baby... That is yeah. so scary. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was and like, the baby's freaking out. Yeah. yeah, freaking out, like, covering her mouth. I was oh, like, Jesus, what's this movie going to be? I didn't think that was the scary. Baby I thought that was <laughs> funny. I was that, like, that, that, ah, they, they told the baby to I mean, yeah, but I buy in. The I'm the dummy who kicks a map <laughs> into the river. I'm like, this is a real movie. I'm watching what actually happened, and I'm scared to hell. Cullen's smashing the, just the compass. and uh, I mean, yeah. that's, that's, just, that's just a thing babies do. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I know it's a thing yeah, babies but do, like, but the timing of it is scary. The timing, it's effective. they're talking the about the witch. The mythology of like, the witch is interesting, yeah. too. Like the layers of, like, there was this thing in the 40s, but also this thing in, like, the, I don't know, 19th century with the levitating girl or... It, was she levitating, or did she say she met like a levitating lady? Um, yeah, she says she met a lady who like feet weren't touching the ground. Okay, that's what it was. Right, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which is interesting. Yeah. Jesse, yeah, what I, if you opened up an old yearbook and the Blair Witch was there? <laughs> <laughs> well, Blair that's Witch. the idea. <laughs> I guess yeah. The other yeah, it is interesting that like. It's called the Blair Witch Project, but like we have no image of what the Blair Witch looks like. Right, but I think and, like, that's part of it. Except right, for that right. she's hairy. Right, and in these like other yeah. movies that we're gonna talk about, like their like depiction, their visual depiction of witches, I think is like so specific. Right, right. It's almost uh, like right. an increasing because like this one, you don't see no witch. There's like light witchery. I mean, the witch like you see lights, not lights. Sorry, witches. Um, and then like love witches, huh? like full on witch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right. Like, yes. I would say the bitch has, like, almost a similar thing of, like, who's the witch? You know, like, you eventually we do see witches, but it's right. not full Blair, but um, it's definitely yeah. not yeah. right out the bat. Witches! Yes, yeah. it is. It's like... Uh, They're real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they hate children. They hate. Yeah. <laughs> do we have anything else to say about Blair Witch Project? Uh, uh, good movie. Wanna... Scary, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I was, yeah. I would say it's the scariest. The, I... Uh, yeah, for probably. sure. Of these three, I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen the Vivich in quite a long time. <laughs> I recall that being 
scarier, maybe. Yeah, well, you'd need to watch it again. It's not very scary. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, neither is the Blair Witch Project. But see, that's the thing. I don't but think If you don't think the Blair Witch Project scary. is scary, you'll think that the Vivitch is, like, yeah, I, nothing at all. Yeah, I guess it really depends I on don't, what you... I'm not, like... I just think the... the Neither of them are, like, scary, particularly, but, like, the this... Vivitch has, like, creepier vibes. I, I no. don't know. Like, Blair Witch, like, gets you on edge of, yeah. like, what's... Yes. Like, what's out there like what's like you know if you live anywhere near like trees you're yeah like what's going on in the trees like yeah. it it like creates an atmosphere of well, dread surrounding I've got my curtains the closed so i can't see the trees in a way that i think that like yeah it, it, it may it, it, I don't know. and also by like not directly showing the witch i think like it also right. makes it so it's like you're like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm expecting. It's, I don't yeah. know what what I'm facing. Uh, well, I, I guess what it I, comes I, down to is I just did not get like invested in the Blair Witch Project. It didn't draw me. I in. mean, I got invested, and I might also agree with Jesse. It's just like I was mostly by the end. I was just like, I'm just interested in what's gonna happen here. I, I was most. <laughs> I was mostly see, just like messy bitch who loves drama. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is this yeah. gonna happen to these yeah. guys? I, w- I wasn't like, ever like scared for them. I don't know if I was scared for them, but it's like a creepy vibe of just like, I just I mean like yeah, I was, scared was for just. Them. Well, that's scared the other thing is you know that they're not getting out of the woods. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I mean, mean it, it tells you at the start like this footage was found. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A year later yeah, or whatever. But it's like I mean yeah. I, I mean I I will definitely not uh waver on my opinion that the Blair Witch Project is a bit scary no it is I mean or even like yeah it was like on edge there was there was a gutter outside my window kind of like clinking with water and I was like oh I don't need this like extra sound yeah it makes it makes you scared that the Blair Witch is going to get you yeah yeah like I don't care about what happens to the Blair Witch but like I don't want this Blair Witch to attack yes I was I mean maybe this is the perspective of somebody who's fucked with people in the woods yeah, Amelia is uh, my friend who bullied me in the woods. But, like, also, you never have any idea of, like, what the Blair Witch does to people. But it's just scary yeah. because it's Build fucking you don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's shaking your tent around. It's sliming the place slime. up. Yeah. I mean, I guess you. I guess there's, there's like, the uh, like, she off, like, the finds the, the blood yeah. and the... Right, yeah, I guess there's that. Uh, but I don't know. The, I mean... I'm not scared of the Blair Witch. I'm, Come at me, Blair Witch. Oh, wow, you're so close, Jesse. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. come favorite. down from Burkittsville. <laughs> we'll have a chat. You, the Blair Witch is welcome to be the. the I first will not allow the. Uh, no, 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 not on this podcast. Okay, on the uh, secret podcast that I'm starting next year. Yeah, Blair Witch coming pod. Is this how Amelia's yeah, uh, prophecy not. comes true? <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, truly. <laughs> I will not speak to the Blair Witch. If the Blair Witch comes on the podcast, I will not be on the You're going to ice her out? No, I'm not, I'm not inviting the Blair Witch on this project. <laughs> I know that you all can't handle it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll say I was watching a horror movie the other day, and someone knocked on my door, and I jumped out of my skin. Yeah. So maybe that's, yeah. like, where my I'm at with horror movies. I mean, I have plenty of time. Basically, I only get bothered by jump scares. That's the only thing in a horror movie. I guess... I guess there's, like, a level of, like, like, I avoid, like, torture porn shit. Mm. Like, I don't watch yeah. Saw either, but, like, it, it, yeah, it, there, there's a lot of things that don't I mean, yeah, me, I that's guess. also, like, I am, like, a person who, like, had, like, traumatic things as a child watching things that were scary, so I now, like, actively oh, don't sure. let myself get yes. invested in scary things, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, I 
am mostly talking theoretically when I talk about like how the Blair Witch is scary, which is like partially why I watch it like in the middle of the day and everything. Right. But like I definitely right. see how it could be scary for a person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I can see how it could be scary for a person. I just don't think it is. That's like me and um the Vivitch, because people are like, "This is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life," and I'm like, um, "I mean, I yeah, like that's I not guess. that's not the stance that I'm taking on the Vivitch. No. The Vivitch yeah. is like, uh, this gets me a little bit uh, off kilter." Yeah, I, mean, I, I guess just to, to transition into the Vivitch, I think right, why yeah. I would find it scarier than the Blair Witch is that I think just the concept of just like sort of being innocent on something and then just consistently being accused of shit i think i find it sort of like a scarier concept or something that bothers me more of just mm. like people telling you things that you know you didn't do or you know didn't happen and just like asserting that up upon you especially like parents or authority figures which is like which is what i why i find it slightly affecting i also don't think it's like the scariest movie of all time though i am right. also like not in the ter- no, I don't get scared. I, I I think I've mentioned before, like David Lynch movies are the things that scare me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah. Right. Same. I mean, yes. Like Mulholland Drive has the scariest See, scene in all of cinema. I don't even agree. It's a, well, yeah, I don't think that's that scary in that movie. <laughs> well, see, this is the thing. It's like, I don't think Mulholland Drive is, like, super scary in the moment, but then, like, that movie invades my dreams for a week. Whatever. No, yeah. it's the, sp- yeah. it's the one thing in Mulholland Drive is very is scary. The Ariel... thing in the diner. Oh, really? Which, like, I will say, like, oh, the second yes, time yes, that sorry. I watched it, I was like, uh, it didn't. But the first time I watched it was, like... That is the most scared I've ever been. Yeah, yeah. I watched it with my friend, and it, we, we were not expecting that at all. It's like, oh, you know, it's like Hollywood, and then... <laughs> <laughs> like Hollywood, people make it. You're expecting Land, and then it's... Yeah. <laughs> that and, like, the little, like, creepy thing at the end, like, crawling out of the paper bag, I think, are yeah. the two. Yeah. Also, just, like, not to make this into, like, a Maholland Drive talk, um, but the apartment, like, kind of sequence as well when they're, they first arrive. Anyways, but... This is not a Mulholland Drive podcast. Um, that, I, I mean, if you were just want to talk about what scares me, it's just like that sort of off-kilter energy is mm-hmm. what often works on me more than just like a jump scare or something okay. like gory or something. Sure. Right. Which I think, which I think I, the know. witch ha- has, the witch has a little bit of. Yeah. And I think in the moment in which it's working, not a lot of, I think it's a relatively straightforward movie, but. Yeah, I, I there's lots of layers to it, I think. I mean, also, like, just with the lighthouse, there's obviously a lot that, like, Eggers is, like, laying down that I don't think he'll ever clarify uh, in the future, but I don't know, I, personally, I find that stuff just kind of, like, I kind of, like, sympathize with her, or, like, uh, annoying, I'm like, yeah, girl, I know, like, when your younger sibling is, like, playing around and you get blamed for it, um, it is just kind of like, oh, teen problems thing, but then it's compounded when you're living with your family in an isolated farm in, like, the 17th century New England. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. And your dad, like, can't figure it out. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, how to, how to be a good guy. Um, and your mom hates like you for grade. some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. I mean, yeah, this is like, yeah, my Letterboxd review was like, yeah, this is like basically three tweaks away from being a TGIF sitcom. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, so I guess to talk about, we should, like, set up the bitch a little more. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Right? Like, it's, uh, uh, Robert Eggers made this movie. It, it's it, it's set in like, uh, like it's basically like Puritan times, right? In America, yeah, I think they're England. Puritans, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like new. It, it's a, a New England folktale, I believe, is the subhead. Yes. Uh, and uh, it, it the setup is like this family who is like 
too Christian even for the Puritans. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so they get, like, kicked out of town. And so then they have to, like, make it on their own. And Anya Taylor-Joy uh, is the daughter of, the oldest daughter of this family. And uh, stuff starts going wrong. And then they start blaming it on her potentially, like, having abandoned their, like, Christian faith and, like, made a deal with a witch. Right? Isn't right. that essentially the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the premise of the movie? Um yeah i i i was i was pretty into it i i you know it he uses like you know dialogue that is like period accurate um uh so i think it's a good one to watch with subtitles just to make sure you're getting everything yeah yeah um but the the images i thought were so cool um the and like yeah just the the way that they're able to make that seat to make that that stuff seem natural and the way that like you do get like it's a it is like really like a family story and the way that he is able to foreground like the like the family dynamics, I thought was like a really, really interesting approach to telling that sort of supernatural story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, all the production design and like the I guess like they built like the actual house like out of like with like real thatchers and like people who knew seventeenth century building techniques and like uh, the accent is also like I applaud it because like that's probably what it would have been like kind of English but not exactly and. The dialogue is all really cool. I think the dad especially is doing like such a great job at all of that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it Ralph Innocent? Ralph right? Innocent, yeah. Innocent, yeah. Great, um, great face. One of the best yeah. faces. Yeah, he has such a good yeah. period. Like, I, I feel like some people are like very suited to like period dramas or like being in like certain. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, he's, yeah. He's gonna be in uh, David Lowry's next film, The Green Knight. Ooh. I think he is the Green Knight, yeah, but oh, I think yeah. his face is all like wood or whatever. Right, oh, well, sure. He's a Green Knight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah truly. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice how like, and then also I guess similar. I guess maybe like we touched on this a bit with the Blair Witch. There's also the question of like, did any of it happen in the witch? Or because there is like the suggestion maybe that it's like the bad food they're eating and the starvation that's like making them lose their mind as opposed to a crazy old lady who lives in the woods um which i don't think is nearly as fun but uh yeah 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 Yeah. i mean i think the ending is cool i like yes yeah i I mean yeah Yeah. one of the black philip was yeah yeah so you hadn't seen it until like a week ago right andy that's right yeah so i I definitely heard like some of the quotes and i think i knew that like that Black Philip was a like a would be a presence in the movie, right? Um, sure, yeah. That dude. That also sure. welcome on the podcast. <laughs> not not this podcast. Je- Jesse, the other yeah, one. Jesse would like to live delicious. Yeah, yeah Jesse yeah. Um, <laughs> would Jesse love to live delicious. <laughs> Jesse's fish podcast is going to be him and all of the Universal horror monsters. <laughs> I mean, we gotta do the. I gotta get the Universal Horror Monsters on to do their cover of the Halloween sound effects album. We are done yeah. talking about this fish podcast. You brought. You're the. Yeah, no, I no, wasn't no, no. gonna say what it was. I was just talking vaguely about how there might okay. be a new podcast. Coming. We are not done. We're done. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, uh, I had seen it when it came out, like, uh, early 2016, like February or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I remember like being into it, uh, and then like, as like the years like went by and like, you know, people talk about like best of list or like best of the decade list, people would talk about all the time and like talk about how great it was. And I was like, is this movie better than I remembered or is everyone else just like much more into it than, than me? 
And then when I watched it like the other day, I was like, no, it's just not as good as I remembered. Like, cause I had it like mm. much higher in my mind than when, uh, like when it ended and I watched it, I think it's like, uh, Anya Taylor Joy, I think is like very great in it. Like, uh, I haven't really, I don't know if I've seen her in yeah. any, oh, she's in the Shyamalan's, uh, yep. she's good in those. Um, but yeah, I think she's like great in it. And I yeah, think, she's, uh, she's great. Yeah. The, uh, the kid, I don't know his yeah, name. You definitely see why like she the son. Yeah, for sure. Um, Oh, the son, I think, too, yeah. is also like great and like uh, yeah, the, it is the, like the exorcism scene is like insane. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think all the right. kid performances are like very remarkable when you consider like they're having to do like this like language stuff and, mm-hmm. and like the 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 level that he's able right. to get them to feel like real kids while also having like that level of like artifice and distance from the way kids are today and like who those kids def- probably are in person today yeah i think is pretty like remarkable the way that he is able to make it yes. seem like to make you buy into like this is a family from this time and yes. all the kids like feel like they are from that time yes i, I yeah. agree yeah, I have the a twins or you. the younger kids especially Ugh, the worst <laughs> i i have a question for andy jesse yeah question? uh how is anya taylor joy in the new mutants Ah, boy, it's a real bummer. She feels unanchored and, like, keep her accent keeps changing. She's, like, doesn't... The problem with that movie is nothing in that movie fits in with the other elements of that movie. She's definitely the movie I most want to be watching in that movie, although she does not work in the movie as... That's something. She's great, Emma. Um... Oh, love, right. love her in that. Oh, and she's good in uh, Thoroughbreds. Yeah, Thoroughbreds, is another think, movie yeah. I don't really like. I, I'm, 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 a, I'm the number one Thoroughbreds stand on this podcast. I mm. think, uh, right. I yeah. think Olivia Cook stands out a little more in that movie for me, but she is also very good. In that yes. Movie. How she, uh, has anybody seen Olivia the uh, so the Playmobil movie? How is she in that? No, I have not seen the Playmobil <laughs> oh, movie. Oh, rats! All right, well, none of us. Uh, you don't I didn't have five. I didn't have the five bucks to tip off of. Yeah. Um, I think actually all the performance people I feel like people always specifically point out Anya Taylor-Joy because she is like I guess the star of the movie um, but I think mm-hmm. all the performances are like really well um, even from the goats um, yeah. yeah oh the goat is Black great Phillip. it's yeah. such a yeah Black Phillip is like I'm... a goat ass looking goat it's so good uh-huh. the G-O-A-T yeah truly yeah literally um, he's great I, I also I love well, not like I don't love, but like it, watching the movie, I'm like, I maybe have like a similar reaction to Jesse with the Blair Witch Project, where they're like, oh, I think Thomason is the witch, um, which is Anya Taylor Joy's character. Um, but I'm like, who, who taught these kids like these like creepy Black Phillip songs? And like, oh my God. Uh, you know, like the twins are like the worst. And I'm like, why is nobody yeah. like paying attention to killing them. these kids it's like me like i'm like i'm like these creepy ass twins singing songs all day like talking to the goat um mm-hmm. <laughs> suspicious yeah mm-hmm. um that's kind of like my like uh, this is unrealistic reaction um even yeah. though it's not yeah the goat also, like, have done the song that's what i mean like nobody questions it <laughs> yeah uh, it's like oh kids will be kids <laughs> like back to like a breastfeeding yeah. a crow <laughs> the uh oh god the part um like so speaking of like you know being scared or like whatever uh i was watching it and i was like i remember like being scared during this movie and like nothing is really happening and then you know ralph innocent gets like rocked by the goat and i was like holy shit and like scared that yeah oh shit was that black (laughs) philip 
<laughs> what an incredible wow. moment. We'll have to we'll have to exert the video of that and put it. Oh, come on. Again, haunted podcast. I feel guys. like so I'm remembering I haven't seen this movie in a while. I'm remembering right that like twenty minutes into this movie the Vivage eats a baby, right? Yeah, well that's kind of the yeah. it's not even twenty minutes. I would say it's like five minutes. Like they leave yeah. oh, five. They, like, leave sure. the plantation uh, towards the beginning because anyway. they're not religious I mean, in the yeah, very you specific see, like, way. They I like I quite right. like that the ominous like they're leaving and like the gates close. Yes. And then oh, Thomas yeah. and I feel like a the point is I feel like a baby <laughs> being eaten is like pretty scary. But see, yeah. Okay. Like well it's intense. But like this specifically the bit where like she's like she does like more she's like oh she's looking at the baby yeah, and like, then she looks away it. and it's like oh the baby's gone. Where'd he I mean, go? That, that and then it gets like, eaten. Yeah. Intense and that was like the big trailer moment and she's like playing peekaboo with the yeah. baby. And then it right. was just like yeah. gone, but uh, and that's kind of I think the Colin, first. you turned the reverb way up. Oh, it sounds I did. like sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's like unnerving. I'm just not like scared. I don't know. I would say, I would say, like the like the scariest parts of the movie for me are when like Black Phillip um, headbutts the dad like towards the yeah. end, and yeah, maybe the just the imagery. Yeah, I guess it's like just spooky imagery. The imagery of the baby or the witch, like you know, crushing the baby, and then. Um, the, when the crow is pecking at the mother's breast, um, yeah, yeah, I think he's. Yeah, guess, it's definitely creepy. Like there's yeah. moments where it's like, this is like so gnarly and like you know the vibe of everything with like the natural lighting and it's like so dark, is like creepy as well. Uh, but I, I've never really like like during Blair Witch like just to compare the two like I was like gripping my seat I was like oh god what's gonna happen yeah. and then. Yeah, I think even, like, the first time I watched The Witch, I was like, this is, like, definitely, like, more moody than just, like, outwardly scary. I think I was... I guess... Yeah, I think I, was, I watched this for the first time about a year ago with a friend, and we were both like, what the hell? Like, this isn't any... <laughs> we were both, like, very dismissive of it, and I think I liked it better on this watch, and I was, like, a li- little bit more unnerved, but I, yeah, I agree with that take. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess the other difference is that I saw The Vivage in a theater, whereas mm. I just watched yeah, the Blair Witch Project on my computer last night. Yeah, right. yeah I, I watched uh, both of them on my computer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I leaned into the mood of Blair Witch and like put on the TV and turn all the lights off. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I guess we should maybe talk a little bit about like what, since this is a witches episode, what like what is the the witches like view of like what is what is the idea of a witch in this story mm. right and like yes. um i i guess it is that like it is a unnatural outside other right who is like cause it like cause is like causing malevolent harm right to like this family yes. uh but who whose presence whose existence causes the family to like turn on each other yeah in like in a way that like right. ca- yes. ultimately causes the family to to, to like self-destruct right right um which is like, a similar witch idea to blair witch project yeah sort of i mean it's yeah. not like obviously this movie it's like it's sort of trafficking in my mind closer to the like the love witch of just like well it's like sort of like feminine wild yeah and, yeah and, a, and like a corrupting force which is like that would be my response to i think your problem with it katie of just like why they don't question the kids because they're just like oh whatever who cares about it? They're just like little twins. Well, whereas they are more concerned with Anya Taylor Joy's character's like 
independence and like her growing right. yeah. into a woman and all that stuff, which is why they're a lot harsher on her and why. Right. Uh, yeah. And I guess that's the subtext for most of the witch, uh, like a hysteria of that era. Um, and we, we learned like she recently got her period. Um, her brother is like a little interested in her. Um, yeah. I like it too. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. There's the incest vibes are strong in this. I don't know if anybody else picked yeah. that up. Um, no, for I guess sure. Cole did. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. There's definitely. I I guess I, I don't know. I, you know what? I, di- I I didn't feel those vibes at all. That's just you, Kate. Great, great. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah. I and I I don't want to just to compare it to the lighthouse. Um, but I think there is kind of like you know a deeper social commentary there. Um, that you can maybe parse out if you think more about it. Um. Yeah, yeah. that is. That is true. If we're going to compare it to The Lighthouse, then the difference is that the Vivich is boring and The Lighthouse is fun. Yeah, I'd agree with that. (laughs) No. Um, I think The Lighthouse is definitely better. I don't think I'm ever bored during I think they're about on par. But, uh, I mean, I guess The Lighthouse, the thing is, like, that's all masculinity, right? right? Like, there's, there's, there is no feminine energy in that movie at all. It is just, like, unchecked, like, men. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, having their... It is, though, as I... You don't know what gender that is. I'm not even gonna say what I was about to say. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna sound like an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I do, like, I don't know, I, I think the idea of witches, right, and, like, I think witches, especially now, are, like, such reclaimed as like a feminist thing uh right. and i think there is he's trying to play with that idea in the bitch and i was kind of thinking about how the three women in the movie besides the children are the twins um you have like the witch who maybe lives in the forest the mom and then anya Taylor joy are kind of like i like the three archetypes of like women or like people like or that woman right. like we have traditionally talked about like the mother the virgin the whore um, and Anya Taylor Joy maybe straddling those two of those lines. Right. Well, she's like, yeah, yeah she's like the on the precipice of like the right. Of the yes. Comic, right? Yes. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. I don't know. The isolation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot I mean, there. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I for sure heard the take. It's like it's like a reasonable take to say like it's sort of a coming of age movie in a very weird way. Of yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. This per- this person like coming to like a head in their life and just trying to figure out which direction they're gonna go and yeah the end. rebelling from like... thy parents and uh <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just her way of like listening to loud rock music um yeah <laughs> well and yeah and i guess it's like interesting like contrasting her rejection of her family's like social structure is like in contrast with their family's rejection of society or yes. like society's rejection of their family yes i guess is more in line with what happens because right they, they like uh, it opens with them at like a hearing in court and they're like chill out you gotta leave <laughs> like, um yeah. yeah it's like the way that like yeah you know largely because of their father they are forced to leave society and they get this opportunity to try to start over and then like he continually fucks it up and yep. then like yep. she she has an opportunity to like go off on her own and like I guess it's like somewhat ambiguous at the end of like what's gonna like what what she's gonna what she's gonna be able to do in the future, but like <laughs> she certainly has a very different outcome from the rest of her family. Right, right, right. Uh, with her uh, with her a little uh, communion ceremony. Yeah, with, uh, she has a little Peter. Sabbath or whatever, which is yeah. yeah. yeah they all start floating, living similarly. deliciously, eating butter. Um, I do a, like a crazy shot. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Like what their vices are, like kind of like all kills them in the end, if that makes sense. So like. 
that he gets like headbutted like the dad gets headbutted by black philip but then like the wood falls on him which yeah. is like his throughout the movie Obsession. that's just like his yeah. gut reaction to dealing with like bad news he's like i'll just go cut some wood uh, <laughs> um mm-hmm. and then the, the son getting done in i guess by his lust for lack of a better word right because he yeah the whole idea right but he gets tempted by the witch who who ends up bewitching him because i don't know he sees some titties <laughs> listen i'm just yeah. saying what's in the movie uh, <laughs> i'm relaying this information uh and then the mom also like, that's kinda... what the subtitle said <laughs> uh, and then the mom i guess ultimately being killed by anya taylor joy because her vice i guess yeah. throughout the movie is just God, being like oh so you're the worst <laughs> yeah i forgot about that like she's like just stabbing her in the neck or, or in the side over and over again yeah um i guess yeah yeah the, also i mean like back to the like exorcism scene just like in how yeah. intense it is when he's got the lockjaw, i was like this is too much and he's just like they're trying to pull his mouth apart i like could not handle it yeah i mean th- i find that yeah. incredibly affecting uh, just like get we- weird stabs and like not being in control of your body are two things that i yeah. find very affecting which is what maybe why the witch works for me mm. but it's just like yeah oh. when that exorcism is okay. happening i just find it like very intense to just say that and then the ending is very cool i like black philip he seems like a cool dude he can come That's on a, my yeah. podcast also the witch can come on yeah. my podcast <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah what's the situation <laughs> <laughs> i like that you do get to see kind of like the like like the devil form like it doesn't i, I could definitely see like a version of this movie that yeah. shies away from kind of embracing just like blatant witchery or devil yeah. at the end um, so I like that, that was, you do yeah. get to see, like, you get that, like, devil reveal, and, like, he has a book, right. and, like, yeah, the whole shebang. That, yeah, that was the big surprise to me. Like, I knew, like, I knew, like, it was, like, oh, Black Phillip, the goat, is gonna start talking. I did not realize he would transform into, like, a classic, like, evil devil, like, yeah. on two feet, uh, yeah. that, who would, uh, you know, take, take her away, or whatever. Right. We, um, a handsome devil, if you ask me. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Uh, we talked about a few weeks ago on our like Pan's Labyrinth episode the voice of the fawn and that and like how good it is. The voice of Black Phillip is like unbeatable. Just like yeah. the whisper is so good. Yes. The what is thou like to live deliciously? Oh. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's great. I assume I assume people have like edited the Yin Yang twins whisper song. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, <laughs> the the witch ends with the whisper song playing as they're all floating in the sky. Hey, little bubble, Which, yeah, I really like that because I don't know because they're like you read really like it's like you know like you know like oh you thought the witch was about witches but actually it's about food poisoning. Um, and I mean I guess food poisoning can cause hallucinations but i like that the you know she starts floating and she sees the devil in a book kind of suggesting I'm, i've, yeah, I've never been that food poisoned yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah but i, I feel like corn. so many it's i guess like witch movies and stuff um kind of like or like supernatural movies in general cop out like was it real or not which i'm like come yeah. on it's a movie have some fun um yeah exactly so I like that, like embracing at the end, especially throughout most of the movie. You don't really see a lot of it; it's all perceived. Um, sh- should we move on to our last movie? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Who wants to set up the love witch? Emilio, hey, you want me to talk about the love witch? <laughs> Go for it. Sure. Start us off. 
So The Love Witch, it premiered at Rotterdam in 2016, as we talked about. It was directed by Anna Biller, who also did, who also edited it, wrote it, and did the production design. Yeah. And, like, the costumes. Yeah, yep. the costumes. And everything. All the yeah. special effects. Yeah. Yep. Which you can tell because it's, like, an incredibly striking movie aesthetically from yes. this point of view. It is uh, sort of trying to look like a movie from the late 60s and 70s. It's trying to... It's it, even down to its use of like technicolor and like mm-hmm. all sorts mm-hmm. of. It's trying to emulate that sort of era, and it's trying to like tell this story about this love. I forget her name. Elaine. Uh, Elaine. Elaine. Yeah. Yeah. Elaine, who is a love witch who kill uh, who got divorced, killed her husband, and then mu- moved into a new town, single and ready to mingle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the hunt. <laughs> She, um, is she sure is. Hot. Yeah. This was another one that I like had watched when it came out, sort of. No, no, no. I'm wrong. I watched it last year, um, and then I watched it again. I watched it again for the purposes sto- of this. Get your story straight. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was one that I like didn't dismiss, but like I was kind of like it's just its vibe, like I and it's like just the aesthetic, like I didn't really get a lot out of it. And then this time I was like much more like locked into like the first half which i think is like truly like great um and then like the rest of it kind of falters a bit like with the romance with uh greg is that the cop uh griff griff right yes yeah Yeah. um uh and i i was like less into that but then um the end or not the end but like the scene where she um is at the bar and they're like that's the witch that killed their teacher yeah. and they're like burn the witch burn the witch i was like this is nuts and i like completely <laughs> yes. forgot about that yeah um but it's still like the it's aesthetics like carry it a ton because it's such like amelia was like you know listing all the things that annabella did it's like such a singular vision and like you can just tell that like across the board it's like all like there's nothing that's like uh like one thing that's like out of place compared to everything else um, and then the Samantha Robinson performance, uh, like of the lead is like so, so good. Like I know Andy had some issue with like the performances, like, so, like being supposed to be bad or whatever, but I think like, uh, she does it with like, and makes it like great. Like yes, she is agree. like being like campy and like on the speed of the movie, but is also like so committed and like in a way that's like not, uh, like not to like a fault at all. Like it's just like this is a legitimately great performance, I think. And I was like much more into the movie this time, whereas like the witch, I was like a little bit less into. And then like reverse back this one. Yeah, I mean, I agree about the performance, both about the central performance and about I think the performances in general. They are not like representative realistic performances but i think they are very good compelling performances I, uh, yeah, across the board this is, i mean i'm sort of like i think samantha robinson is great and i think she's giving a great performance every everybody else i don't like everybody else <laughs> everybody else i i'm sort i'm sort of like you got cast because you look like a person from the 70s but i don't i can but i think that's sort of the problem with the griff romances i i think that dude is not good at all he's just and like I, a face yeah he's yeah. just like a good yeah, face i mean sure like you're casting he, uh sexy steve ranazizi you're <laughs> casting jewish ed helms you got the, the guy, whole gang um, in there the guy who's the professor i thought he was pretty good and i think the friend's good too yeah um, 
don't know. It, it like a bunch of people who aren't Rob Lowe. <laughs> yeah, that's the rest of the cast. <laughs> the Wayne, Wayne is the professor. Yes, yeah. um, I feel like he yeah. is like right. enough of like a, a like a dork that it is like funny in right. like concert with the movie. I think once this he is, looks a little bit like my uh, my favorite director, Mariana. <laughs> cool. This is the guy who like is the witch. The guy who like is like is no, doing the, the stuff with no, the no, 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 the first no, 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 Wayne. Yeah. Wayne, the first the guy she guy kills, the she yeah. kills yeah. and then, oh, and then the buries cabin, with yeah. the period. Right, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I yeah, and I think yeah, I would say especially after he's like kind of like bewitched or pie or whatever, um, is yeah. like and he's just like Elaine. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, right, I don't know. I wonder if she picked the name Elaine because of the graduate, now that I'm thinking about it. Ooh. Um but yeah, it's I, I think once he gets there it's really good as well. Um I don't know, I, I guess the performances are very artificial and like that but i don't, i just feel like that's what she wanted i don't yep i yeah. mean i mean i, I it's what I, she wanted <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah, i mean i agree, i agree that that like is clearly what they were going for but right. i think the samantha Ra- is, performance is so good mm-hmm. that i can ju- then just feel it's like there is a good way of doing that sort of performance and a bad way and i think she is doing it in a very good way and i think most other performances are doing it in a sort of bad way i th- i think yeah, they're sort crazy. of just uncompelling to me the the whole movie i had a like it was sort of a weird uncanny van- like valley vibe to me of just like it's so close to being like right. it's such mm-hmm. a like a close emulation of what it's trying to like, do yeah that it, it that but it always just felt like slightly off to me that like sort of kept me from engaging with the movie in the way that I fully wanted to right. if, except for like when Samantha Robinson is like completely doing her own thing and like gets time to shine it's like a her own individual performance and right. I I mean go ahead no you go ahead I was sort of done sure yeah I mean my yeah my I was not into it and I think like I think Amelia is sort of identifying it like those the movies that it's riffing on I think have a sincerity that this movie lacks mm. and I think the missing sincerity to it like that level of archness that they're putting into it mm. where it's like we're commenting on this or like we're subverting these tropes like makes it miss the mark so that I'm like less forgiving of the things that I would be forgiving in the sincere version right where it's like Maybe. the dialogue is like extremely clunky and like doesn't necessarily let land mm. very well and it's like well in those old movies like that's like they're like they're do like they're trying to express these things and whatever but this one is like it's trying to emulate that first and then express things second mm. and i think that like mm. the the extra layer of them trying to emulate the things really does just sort of turn me off the whole enterprise like it's a movie that like in a vacuum where if you explained it to me i would be like oh yeah that sounds like really interesting and like i think that's like a valuable thing to do to like try to explore these old movie tropes through like a new feminist lens and all that sort of like like it's an it's a completely like admirable project i think i just think like the the level of distance it requires to have like that commentary in there sort of throws everything off whack and i am never able to like buy into the movie on anything other than like an intellectual i see what you're going for and i sort of appreciate what you're going for level right Mm -hmm. i don't know how much you guys like have heard about this either but have kind of like when it came out and all the critics being like oh it's like a riff on like 60s exploitation films and stuff um and anna biller who is a very uh vocal director on twitter and elsewhere on the internet kind of being like no it's none of that i didn't see any of those movies um which I, so this was my second time watching it as well, uh, and I think I connected with it more on this watch. Um, 
But it's interesting because she basically says that she's not riffing off of like those 60s films, but rather they're drawing from the same source of inspiration. So she always cites um, like Mm -hmm. 1950s studio films, Hitchcock, and kind of like pre-code what they would call women's films, which I saw a lot more on this watch, um, which may be part of that disconnect because I feel like if she also had that context of the 60s, beyond just like the set dressing and the way everybody dresses, it maybe would have come across stronger because I do agree there is, even though I connected with it more this time, that there is maybe something not quite fitting into place. I don't know what you guys think about that, but. No, I think that's for sure interesting. Like, I can Mm -hmm. see how you could arrive at this point from like a different angle as she sort of, what she's like claiming and saying, but like she's not trying to riff on any specific movie or movement or as much Mm -hmm. as like drawing from the same wells of inspiration. But ultimately it seems too it seems too specific or committed to something that I don't think it's fully realizing. Like, I think what Andy said is true. I think it's, like, missing, like, 10% level of sincerity mm. for me to be able to buy into what it's doing. And I don't I don't even know if sincerity is the word to it, but I just, I, it, it, there's just, like, a disconnect that comes from just, like, well, this looks like it should be a movie from the se- 70s and 60s just in terms of, like, the camera work and set dressing mm-hmm. but then in like this th- this sort of this sort of angle it just like it doesn't read like that for me so i'm sort of pulled out of it and it's like i when it's leaning i do think it's a good movie when it's leaning into its strength when it like leans on samantha robinson and when it leans on to like sort of like its use of sets and like props and like costume design and tries to use both of those elements to try to like paint the bigger picture of like what the movie is about which is sort of like an exploration of just like which it which is and femininity and like what it means to be like more like free love like should be able to share your love with the world and be more open sexually Mm -hmm. but i think i think it does i guess like this might be like my take on her approach is that I've always had that sort of issue of like movies and directors treating their actors and characters as props rather than people Mm. and I think this is sort of like apart from the Samantha Robinson character like not to keep me on on that this sort like everybody else in it feels like a prop or everybody feels like a type of a person more than they do like a person and that like that angle has never really like swung with me or interested me in movies i don't know how you feel about that yeah well oh sorry um good i can say my piece on the love which me yeah 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 which is that i may i i had i think a bit of a realization about the way i think about movies while watching this movie uh which to to explain that uh we all here uh listen to the podcast blank check uh i'm sure some of our listeners do some may not uh but one of the core dynamics of that podcast is a that it is hosted by a critic david sims and an actor griffin newman and so 
I don't remember who I have seen say this. It may have been a few different people, but what that dynamic kind of brings is that you've got David with the kind of critic brain thinking about movies in terms of just like, what is this movie? What works about it? And what doesn't? Whereas you sometimes have Griffin coming in with more of an artist brain uh, and going more, how do you... How, how do you fix this movie, basically? What what about it is not working and what might make it better? Which I don't necessarily think is the best form of criticism, which is not to say that that's what they're going for, uh, which is the roundabout way of saying that I feel like I maybe come at movies more with that artist brain of just, like, I guess I come at a movie that I don't like on those terms, or that isn't fully working for me on those terms anyway. Uh, and so, basically, like, this movie, I like, like, what it's going for, I'm into the vibe, like, what Amelia is saying, like, the actor, using the actors kind of as props, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I think that's a, an interesting thing to do, I think there can be a movie that's like that. My thing is just, like, this should not be a traditional two-hour film mm. that does not work. And so I'm just, like, I don't know that it necessarily has to be one specific other thing. Like, I don't know that a short is necessarily the right thing to do either. I don't... I certainly am not going to be like, oh, you should make a TV show, but, like... Uh, just, like, be... It needs to be, perhaps, more creative with the form, I think, rather than just being... Like, it is a very aesthetically interesting movie, but, it, like, all these aesthetics and, like, weird shit with witches is just being put onto this movie that is, like, too long and not super interesting. Like, a movie that I kind of thought of that is functioning in a kind of similar pastiche mode uh, that I saw earlier this year at the Maryland Film Festival uh, was called Inspector Ike, uh, which was about uh, kind of a pastiche of like a, a police detective show. Uh, and part of that is that that is more of like a an outward like parody, like it is a, that is a comedy movie. And so that's automatically like easier to to draw in uh um but what that movie does that is really interesting and like i wonder if something like this wouldn't have worked really well for this movie is it is structured as if it is just an episode of a tv show that there are no other there it's not like it's even like a pilot it's just like it's structured as if you were watching like the 35th episode of a tv show uh and i wonder if like something like that and like it could be any length like that movie i don't think i think that movie is like 68 minutes it doesn't stick to being the length of a tv show but just like having the freedom to do something weirder which like and then like i say that and like if you do something like that, that makes it a lot harder to get screened at festivals. That makes it a lot harder to get distribution. So, like, it's not like a... I'm just like, I don't know. 
I feel like this movie is like close to being something really good, and instead of it's it's just something that's kind of interesting but doesn't work. Hmm. Hmm. I do agree. Which, yeah. yeah, that was probably too 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 long <laughs> of just me talking. Um, it's your podcast, so um, I do agree. My podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jesse's podcast is forthcoming. Y'all's, yeah. y'all's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I, I do agree that it's too long, but as someone who, like, really, uh, I just, like, like the idea of kind of, like, witch, like, seeing, like, the way, like, witch rituals and stuff is presented mm-hmm. on film, um, I do think a lot of kind of, like, the, um, what's it called, like, I, the ceremonies and stuff could be cut, yeah. um, but for me, it's just, like, such a, I don't know, it's, like, I like watching them, because that's kind of, like, what is drawing me to the movie, but I understand. Yeah, like, I don't think there's, like, specific stuff that I think should be cut, and, like, maybe part of what was just happening with that, uh, me rambling there is, like, I don't think it's a particularly interesting thing to say just that a movie is too long, right. and so I managed to say it and say that exact thing in just a far a more drawn-out way. Yeah. Yes. A sentence can definitely instead be too of, long. Instead of saying a sentence, I said five minutes. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I think there is value in, like, the larger point you made in that there are problems with it, like, I don't know if it needs, like, three different guys for her to, like, perform right. her yeah. Right, like, that was a thought I had, was, like, what if it was just, like, oh, this is the story of how she's dealing with one guy, and there's, like, the, there's the idea that there are other guys, maybe it is, like, this, what we're seeing is, like, the last guy, as it seems like maybe, I don't know, I guess that's not yeah, necessarily I, the I do, I was kind of thinking about that, right, because you have the repeating imagery of the tarot card, um, I think it's, like, the three of swords right. or something with the, the oh, heart right. and the three swords, right, so then maybe that's, like, the visual idea that she's gonna mess up with three guys, and she does, but then sure. also do you include her ex-husband in that, and... Yeah, yeah, and you don't really get the full. I don't. I feel like you don't get the full benefit of maybe when she, um, kind of has her fling with her friend's husband. Yeah. Um. That's like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's there's a lot of yeah. There's she's there's a lot of like groundwork laid um here yeah. that I think I mean, is interesting, yeah. but that mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a more yeah. interesting world than it is a movie. Like if that makes sense. Like the yeah. like like every single I mean, th- like I well, think. The society of witches thing is interesting, like yeah. Is, but I think the three guys, I think like the dynamic they get from there is interesting. I think like her and the friend is interesting, but I don't know if I need it all in the same movie. I think. I mean, mm. that's like fair, but also, I think. I mean, maybe I'm I'm like very uh, like susceptible to just like ride with the vibe of a movie, especially yeah. like if I'm like mm-hmm. in yeah. it into it like at all, and like this one. Like, it's got such like um, I I don't want to just keep saying like it's aesthetic, but it's like so easy to watch. I think like I I it's it is like it's you know two hours long like is long to some people. It's like long for a movie if you feel that it's like um you know drawing out stuff that you don't care about. But like I think it's just incredibly easy to watch. Like especially like the first hour like just sails by. I think I think like. <laughs> Uh, I was surprised at how much like I was how much more I was into it the mm. second time, and then like I the rest I, of it. I, I, I was gonna say I think I I'd say I I'd, I'd agree that I think the first hour is good and I think sort of breezes by and then the se- I found the second half 
very which is again that where I think me and Jesse's problems with it lie where it's like I think I do enjoy the vibe of it so then when it has to have like build up all these structures and like sort of pay off to something is like when I just don't care and don't vibe with it at all but when it's just like right. introducing yeah, these characters I, guess, I mean I guess it's just I enjoy it I mean, it, yeah, it's like, like w- so what I was saying earlier, it's like this movie I would sort of put in the category of like, these are, are also movies that people like and I sort of have a hard time with. So this is maybe like an angle for like to understand like where my problems lie. It's just like, uh, Sorry to Bother You and Art of Self-Defense are two movies I sort of have a similar problem with of just like they are trying very hard to do one thing but mm-hmm. I feel like it leaves any sort of personhood behind and it like at some point just loses me because it's like yeah one hour in I get what it's doing and then for the rest of it I'm just like sort of not compelled to stick with it mm. yeah. yeah and I think yeah I sim- like when things get like a little too like a tourist like I am a little bit resistant in that way like it's where it's like so much like that like I don't feel like necessarily she's giving well, I mean, she did a lot of the movie herself, obviously, and, like, certainly that's a thing that you can do, uh, but, like, I don't feel like she's giving a lot of, like, uh, rope to the, her collaborators for them to, like, bring a lot to the table on their, on, on like, t- for that, and, like, I do, fi- I tend to find that, like, a little bit of a frustrating experience in a movie where I don't feel the sure. spirit of collaboration as much. So, uh, if I can ask you a question, Emilio, I wonder if you can maybe if you maybe have an answer off the top of your head for why uh like someone like Yorgos Lanthimos who especially like art of self-defense was compared a lot to works for you in a way that some of these other movies you were just mentioning don't I think it's sort of what Andy spoke to of just like collaboration and just like a singular like a singularity of vision like if you watch a movie like the lobster even though people are giving sort of similar performances in tone there are like a ton of bits in and like it's playing to colin farrell's strengths and it's playing to john c Riley's strengths and it's playing to leah seydoux's strengths in different in different ways and it like it creates a world and then allows the actors and the characters to explore it whereas something like art of self-defense and love witch specifically just like the compared to movies feel very rigid to me in a way that just eventually becomes mm-hmm. unfun it's it just like if you're gonna be that singularly committed to like exploring a specific thing then i am just gonna sort of like get it at some point and i'm gonna become more frustrating frustrated by like the the rigidity at which it's operating more than like being entertained by it like if i enjoy anything about movies it's like or and like as movies go on as like their runtime is just like discovering new things and finding new angles and seeing new things and i think art of self-defense and the love which are two movies where it's like after like 45 minutes i thought it had nothing new to say really and it's like if you if you find what it's doing like fun then you can Mm. certainly vibe with it and find it interesting and i can see why people would enjoy it but at some point as somebody who's like 
especially in current quarantine mode. I'm so <laughs> I've unfortunately so, sort of like watching these movies analytically for this fucking podcast. I sort <laughs> of just like at some point it's like you have your notepad of like what you thought and and it's like 45 minutes and you just like stop writing notes because I just have the same thought about it over and over again. Mm. Yeah, I mean Mm-hmm. I definitely am like not of that mindset. No, <laughs> but um, I can see where you're coming from for right. sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I have not seen Art of Self Defense, so I definitely think. I mean, I don't really have an opinion. I'm sorry to bother you, just like, as the other one that you mentioned. But I definitely think like yeah, I think sorry to bother is, you is the one that has the most of like people doing their own thing. Eventually, I just think that movie is like a movie right. that's trying very hard to make a point. Yeah, I think that movie's trying the hardest that any movie is like ever tried. It's like <laughs> yeah. too yes, much. That's not that and then at some point, yeah, it I'm just like sells out some like of its characters and like in yeah. in a right. desire to I, make that point. I think like on the like topic of just like collaboration between the actors and like you know the director mm-hmm. of Love Witch specifically, mm-hmm. I it, it's just part of like. I can just like accept it at face value of like this is what this movie is like from minute one. I don't need to be- feel like they're like I'm not looking for like some like strong like emotional payoff or like a character that's introduced or whatever. Like I'm not looking for like anything deep, not not deep, but like I'm not looking for um, like a super engaging experience like on a per or like on like a wow this person is like giving this performance or whatever like whatever collaboration you're talking about that's like just something i'm not looking for <laughs> like and i would say it does do that for samantha robinson right who is like the centerpiece yeah, of the I movie mean, so i i guess if annabella in a sense is like wanting to make a woman's movie and wanting to just center this particular character's experience and like kind of treating everyone else just as props as um someone said earlier I think it is successful in doing that. Yeah. Although I can see why that wouldn't mm-hmm. vibe with yes. some people. Um, yeah. yeah. And I also, you mentioned like, earlier, Andy. I mean, oh. it's just like saying, like, I can, I for sure know that that's the vibe. Like, I can for sure understand why this movie is made the way it is and why it's doing the things it's doing. I just think it's personally not the way I, un- I like. No, yeah. I like, yeah. like a movie to be, sure. I guess. But yeah. I mean, just Andy earlier saying that, like, there's, like, a lack of sincerity. I don't really buy that at all just because, like, I mean, I feel like there can't be, like, it may be just, like, a thing I can't, like, separate in my mind. But, like, I don't see a world where someone is, like, not exacting but, like, this just, like, meticulous on their vision without it being sincere. Like, I don't think he's doing it, like, to do, like, uh... I mean, I just think like a I, I, just a, like not to answer for Andy. I think she's being sincere, but I think in turn that makes like all of the performers who aren't Samantha Robinson not sincere because they're like yeah. they are like very exactly existing in exactly what her vision for the movie is to the point where right. you don't and feel any human I, soul in those people. Yeah, and it's like I, I don't think there's no sincerity in the movie. I think she is sincerely interested in like exploring these ideas and like and like having this like this like level of like you know like feminist like it, it, um uh examination of mm-hmm. these ideas it's just like the the aesthetic level like lacks that same sincerity at, like she's like oh i have to use this this these aesthetics to comment on this and not like i have to use these aesthetics because i love these aesthetics i think no i think uh, it is the latter i think yeah, she, like i have not seen her earlier uh like work but i like just what i know of it i think this is just the space that she likes to work in it's like yeah this sort of throwbacky, mm-hmm. like not like um 
studio lighting, like, celluloid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think it's, she's not using it as a means to it, and she just is, like, obsessed with that's this. Just, yeah, that's vibe. just, like, how she knows how to make movies, I think, right? Exactly. Like, she doesn't, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, again, I don't doubt her sincerity in making it. I think her commentary is much more on the gender dynamics, the relationship dynamics, um, and the kind of, you know, the feminist lens on the movie, yeah. if you will. Yeah. But if I, I guess if I, this, uh, I, this isn't going to be an insane comparison just director-wise, but I do feel of <laughs> this movie the same way I feel about, like, some Clint Eastwood movies. Or, <laughs> and it's like, you look like a, mo- a movie like Sully, where it's like that movie's about like Sully and how great he is, and then everybody else feels like they pulled him out off of like an SNL extra, where it's just like, hey, <laughs> it's Sully, it's my friend, and every yeah, and it's like every every single other part of the movie is designed to support like the central character, and inst- instead of like questioning it and examining it, and that's like certainly a way you can tell a movie like I like Sully, I like different movies that hmm. sometimes exist in that space, but this specific one did not work for me like if not to continue doing like yeah. analogies we heard on blank check but this is like anoth- <laughs> another thing that w- that was said on that podcast once that i remember and like very much speaks to the way i understand movies where it's like they talked about i think the trailer for the second ace ventura movie and okay. and and they mentioned how there's at one point a joke about where a guy like comes into camera and he's like wearing like a monocle and a top hat and then Jim Carrey comes by and says like look at this guy is he the Monopoly man and Griff- and like Griffin <laughs> on the podcast yeah. spoke to it how it's like he like has a distaste for that as like lazy joke writing of just like you put that person in the movie so this person could like dunk or have like a very easy take on so, so to like show your perspective right. mm-hmm. and that's how, I, how mm-hmm. I sort of feel about these movies even though I think what the love witch is doing is sort of admirable and like cool to do it from like a feminist perspective but it is sort of like the monopoly man of just like look at this dumb schmuck and then like 30 minutes later he's dead because he's a dumb schmuck and it's like okay like i i i got that vibe i respect it yeah again i do wonder if that is anna biller commenting on how women are often used in movies um, I mean, I, my, yeah, I, I think my hair, I, I think it is. I think 100% yeah. that is her, her being like, women are often used as like these dumb sex pawns in these sorts of movies and like the men are like these sort of like yeah. rigid right. smart guys who like work through it and I'm going to do the inverse of it. Right. But I don't think I'm interested in either side of that dynamic. Okay. Okay. Fair right. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm not really trying to push back against like uh, you not liking it and like when I'm just like against what you're saying or not even against, just like uh, like everything, it's like the thing of, I mean, when we talked about <laughs> on our second Kane Blockbuster episode where we talked about the prequels, and I'm like listing all the stuff that I love about it, and you're like, yeah, but it just doesn't do it well enough, and it's like, but it does, <laughs> and like this, I think it like it is able to like lean in and do the, like, it, it, I th- I think it is successful. It's just a movie that like I, I more. Because I don't even like love it. I think it's yeah, like same. very solid. Like, uh, I mean, but, but I, just I, I think this is like a different situation from like the prequel situation. Like, I don't doubt that the Love Witch is exactly the movie it wants to be. <laughs> I, I just like have problems. <laughs> no, I'm with just the saying, movie in like the <laughs> yeah. the discussion rather than the opinion. Um, but yeah, I I do want to just say like I know, I don't know if we're like getting close to wrapping up. Like, if anyone has any closing thoughts on the movie itself, but like I mentioned at the top, the uh, 
lined jackets or lined things with a rainbow. Yeah. It looks so cool. Yeah. And, like, they talk about um, mm-hmm. how all the special sure. effects are, like, not, like, computer at all, obviously. Right. And there's, like, the smoke and then, like, the sort of, uh, like, iridescent, like, lighting on the camera when she, she's, like, bewitching the guy. It's, like, mm-hmm. the rainbow sort of effect. Yeah. That effect's yeah. cool. It all looks her, great. Her like, apartment like, is fucking great. I mean, yeah. Like, it's all designed just yeah. so well. There's, like, the, the paintings and everything look great. Um, yeah all the costuming like it's just oh. so well done in that regard and like when she's like doing like the poultice like grinding everything up and it's like the purple smoke just shooting out of it it just looks so cool yes 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 uh, and i wanted to yeah. uh i love that shout sequence. that out um yeah no i, I mean, mean and speaking of a witch uh, that's allowed on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> right. there we go she kill us all I <laughs> gladly would die at the hand of the low witch. No. Wow. Poison me and bury me. Um, <laughs> the yeah, spectacular think, coming together perfectly think. for me. So we're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Um. I yeah. I just I I love how witchy it is. I think like in terms of like witch yes. content of all three movies we watch for this, it's like my favorite, just because it's so much like witches are here and there's kind of like the subtext of that there's like witches all over and. They're much more. I mean, there's like witches now, or people who identify as witches. Um, yeah. Uh, but the fact that like there's like maybe a history of the witches and the police detective going or the police sergeant being like, oh, we don't mess with the witches. Right. Um, and yeah. there's like the white and the black and like all the like. Yeah. 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 And the, the the people in the bar being like, witches go home. Uh, that yeah. subtext is interesting. I do think it's. I find it funny, like um, particularly the part where they find the the witch bottle and they're like what's that because earlier she's thinking men don't know what a used tampon looks like and they're all like what's this um i mean yeah <laughs> which made me think earlier right. when somebody claimed that they had a used tampon in their starbucks drink i was like oh it's like the love witch um wow <laughs> i yeah well, I, was it the love witch maybe <laughs> I, and I, I do I, think I, it is a, a funny movie yeah 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 same and i i like the medieval kind of like solstice celebration towards the end i find mm-hmm. intriguing uh yeah, i think yeah, cool. maybe my second favorite performance in there or actually in maybe the whole movie is that jester um oh yeah he's good <laughs> i don't yeah he's just like there for like that one uh-huh. scene i'm just like i like what he's picking up or laying down rather um yeah I don't know, it's like and it's just like very chewy because i think on my first watch i maybe didn't react as well to what maybe it was trying to say about like relationships and stuff um yeah but this one i definitely got more i was like oh like yeah i don't know i chewy in my mind like i've been like thinking over and over and trying to parse what she's exactly trying to say and i still don't really know if i've arrived at a conclusion um but yeah it's i've been thinking about it a lot yeah, I can't, this is going to be an insane thing to say, but uh, Andy and Emilio, maybe a rewatch would do you well, like, in a year. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I know like, you'll never yeah. watch it. You don't need to My feeling is, like, yeah, like, like give, me, give, yeah, give me a gift set and, like, a really good essay, <laughs> and, go. like, that's, like, the yeah. ideal version of this movie. I mean, people me, I like. love this movie when it came out. Like, I remember, yeah. like, Fincher was, like, a huge, like, yeah, fan I, for Yeah, I it. think it was on, like, top lists like it was, I, I yeah, definitely yeah. heard about it yeah like yeah. people people were into it mm-hmm. um, I, I mean I, I surprised I, how I little certainly it went into it expecting it to be good mm. um yeah. see yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's, it's like it's a like it's a very interesting movie I like I thought about Lana Del Rey a lot, a lot while watching it yeah. I thought about I mean, there's like, a, lot, a lot of fan edits on YouTube with uh, love witch footage and Lana Del Rey songs <laughs> 
For sure. Uh, her wearing her mesh mask. <laughs> yeah. 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 That I, uh, a relationship with a cop that ends poorly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I, yeah, then, like, yeah. Samantha Robinson I, is just doing great. I don't know. Yeah, like, she's I, certainly wonderful. I love the way, like, when she bewitches the men, and they're like, she just, like, gives them a look. And, like, especially the first guy, yeah. he's just like, what? <laughs> Yeah, and like the grad student he's with is like, uh, excuse me, it's like very much that meme. Um, oh yeah, the, <laughs> the, the yes. guy walking <laughs> meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. she's and that's like the funnier she's parts great. to me at least. I, yeah. It's like, I, it's like I saw what else she's been and like I didn't recognize like she's in uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I saw, yeah. but I yes. like don't really remember her part in it. She's, she's like friends with um, Kieran Tate. Yeah, she's fair. Oh. I think she really only shows up uh, at the, end, the end when yeah, she that, um, yeah. The yeah, she should happened. be in more movies. She's very good. She's good. She yeah, should. She, yes. Um, I, I can like see her getting sort of typecast as that like oh, 60s, 70s. 60s, sort yeah, of, yeah. I would say she also. I would say she's I, a very good 60s face. If that makes sense. I think uh, she's in that movie, um, the Netflix like Cam Girl horror movie. Oh. Cam, or I think she's in that as well. Huh. I could out. be conflating her with a different actress. She, I mean, she's good. And I mean, like to go back to a point that Katie was made, making earlier, like it is sort of interesting looking at these three movies and like their three perspective of yeah. witches of just like the Blair Witch is just like a scary thing that happened once. And then the witch is just like, it's, it's like the, the witch is sort of an interesting like middle midpoint between these two movies of just like yeah. a spooky thing that happened in the past, but also uh-huh. like a window into femininity and to like sort right. of like liberty and self-expression. And then the love witch is fully into like witches are cool, self-expression, like free yeah. love, free sex sort of thing. Yes, and I'd agree. I mean, like as you mentioned, the, like, identifying as a witch has become more and more popular these days. Like even beyond just specifically a witch, those sorts of uh, like themes and like aesthetics are very popular these days yes and yeah i mean i'm glad to see it like more witches out there i'm pro witch i think we're all pro yeah. witch on this podcast i, yeah. I can co-sign <laughs> love witch style witch i can co-sign that. Like, i'm pro I don't want all to be three with witch. i'm pro all three witches pro living deliciously i, I don't want to be murdered is like my yeah, main that's thing downside. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> listen I'm not fully I, colon where I'm I'm welcoming it, but if that's what needs to happen for the witch revolution to happen, I'm I'm willing to go. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, I'll be the sacrificial lamb <laughs> for the witches to take over. But only with the love witch. Uh, I, mean, like, oh. I definitely won't complain. <laughs> Listen again, yeah. Blair Witch, if you wanna call me, I'll take a call. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All I'm drop a line for the Blair Witch. <laughs> uh, I like I don't know, witch movies are fun. I wish there was more of them. Because in my head I'm like, there's tons of witch movies. Um, and then I there's, mean, yeah. there are, but there's not. I don't know. We should say, you like you came to us with this idea. Yeah, yeah, because you guys were kind of like looking for spooky ideas, and I was like, what about witches? Um, yeah. Because I, I don't know. I'm often my icon right now is Sabrina, the teenage witch. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kiernan's big, big uh, great. I, I love that. I was talking to Colin earlier. I think uh, that's I was maybe... talking about the the '90s sitcom, but yes, Melissa Joan Hart. That's good too. Okay, I was gonna say, um, that's I, I, yeah, this I think there's like kind of like right, there's like the manifestation of witches. You have like horror stuff like the Vavitch, and then you have like just kind of like uh, your oh, I'm a teenager who has witch powers, <laughs> kind yeah, of I mean, like right. genre, like, right? Or like, like that's kind of like the bewitched lane of yeah, 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 oh, yeah, like yeah that Kiki's uh, definitely Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But what I really this is what I was saying to Colin earlier is that like I think Chilling Adventures of Sabrina kind of like the 
closest thing I get to like satisfying witch media um, in the sense that I think I just love the way it kind of like it, it kind of embraces the more like satanic uh, aspects of witchery that Hell maybe yeah, like the 90s right. <laughs> the 90s version doesn't uh, really touch on um and the fact that like they say like hail satan <laughs> or like I when know. i yeah or like oh he's thinking of us it's like i find that interesting and that it does i guess my issues with it is that it leans into like kind of like riverdalian uh <laughs> shenanigans um but i think that the fact that it's like witches is just like it, i don't know it just like really leans into that witchiness that i like and i know this isn't a tv uh podcast but I just wanted to say that. I think that's like my ideal <laughs> yeah. witch. I mean, this is the media. witch podcast. So and I would, oh, yeah, I would love for more things to be like that. Oh, I, was, I, I forgot to mention as well during the Vivitch talk. Um, I think was it? Yeah, I think it was the Vivitch that the like satanic church. I, I, I don't know the exact oh. term, the precise term, uh, but they gave it its stamp of approval. So that's funny. They also love Black Phillip. Sure. <laughs> we got to get that approval. We gotta reach out and see if we can no, get through by the No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, you need to. You you haven't seen Hail Satan or the Hail Satan trailers, Andy. They seem like chill, chill people. Yeah, I don't know. Satan three v one, Andy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I have my issues. Wow. With Satan. Um, <laughs> this to get real spooky. Black Phillip, yeah. Blair Witch, Satan. <laughs> if we can get the devil on for the spectacular. <laughs> Like an episode of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, truly. Uh, <laughs> right, yes, Andy's going to go all church lady on us. <laughs> I mean, yeah, He's halfway there right now. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I was on my parish council for a while. Minister, so, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, right. with that, do we want to start wrapping up? Yeah, yeah. Jesse. Or, or sure. no, first KT. Oh yes. yeah. Thank you uh-huh. so much. No, thank yes. you for having um, me on. Letting me talk witches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love talking about it. Uh, Great. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, is this where I plug stuff? Plug. Yes. 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 Okay, I will plug. Um, uh, I do host another podcast called Vaulting the Vault, a direct-to-video podcast, uh, <laughs> um, which me are in, where me and my co-host Sam. Uh, take a look at the direct-to-video sequels that Disney made from the mid-90s up until this past decade. Uh, we're on a bit of a hiatus now, but we do, we're do. we planning our return, so uh, catch up on those. There's plenty of episodes where yeah. we probably think way too much into movies like the Extremely Goofy Movie and like uh, Lady and the Tramp 2 and all those One fun, argue, there, fun there's, stories. There's, 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 you can't think about the extremely goofy movie too much. There, there yeah, is no limit to which you that can. vibe does come from that episode. Uh, yeah, that's fun. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Film Harpy and on Letterboxd at KTG. Great. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Can I Kick It, spelled the way that it is in your podcast app. You can find us on Letterboxd at C-I-K-I-Pod. You can find me on either of those platforms at J.P. Glick Weber. Weber has two Bs. I am continuing uh, to plug the top ten albums of all time. Uh, I think today I'm just going to be really boring and plug kid a the radiohead album uh you know Hmm. 
how can you beat that? It's great. Everything podcast in its right season, place. Idiot tech. On our podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think he'll be on the other podcast. Oh, right. right, Th- right. That, I mean, he would be a fun <laughs> guest. <laughs> uh, Andy? Yeah, all right. I, I just wanted to make sure Jesse had no more to say. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay, uh, my name's Andy. You can find me Andy. online. It's Andy uh, at uh, Andy T Germ. Uh, G E R M is my the first four letters of my last name, which make up my social media, and T is my middle initial. Uh, for my plug this week, uh, I am going to plug um, for the Tony Awards. Two thousand one was famous for the being the year that the producers set all the records for winning the most Tonys ever. But the like runner up essentially that year was the Full Monty musical, which is underrated and a lot of fun. They performed the title number, or like the 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 big number, where they do the strip tease on the Tony Awards, and it's so fun. It's Patrick Wilson and the whole cast. They do the full Monty on CBS, and you can like, I mean, obviously you can't see, but you see their butts and everything. It's pretty, wow, so scandalous! Wow. It's pretty crazy, and then <laughs> it's, it's butts. <laughs> yeah, it's very fun, and they like, and then like the lights go up so that you can't like, and they turn around so you can't like actually see anything, but you see their silhouettes or whatever. And then they all like the lights come back up. They're all in robes and the audience is cheering. And like, it's a very fun number where they like, where like there's a lot of other people in the audience, like yelling for them and stuff. And then uh, they're like waving and bowing. And then the lady comes over the PA and is like, ladies and gentlemen, Joan Allen. And it's the funniest (laughs) thing where it's like, they're just like moving on to the next presenter while all these guys are standing up there in their robes having just done a full strip tease, which is yeah. very funny. And they're and they're introducing classy, noted classy lady Joan Allen to follow them. <laughs> so that's my plug for the week is uh, check that out. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Clatchley on everything, C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. And I'll plug uh, the sequel to the movie The Strangers, The Strangers Pray at Night. Great throwbacky slasher movie. Great music choices. Uh, great movie. Give it a watch if you like the horror stuff. Emilio? I'm Laugh Alone on Twitter. <laughs> I Laugh Alone on Letterboxd. The the <laughs> podcast theme song is by Tree Related. You can find them at soundcloud.com slash tree related or search tree related on Spotify. I, will, I am going back to plugging nothing if nothing is worth plugging. Wow. wow. Emilio's thing where he like takes a long pause always like th- that makes us think he's like really mad and embarrassed at us every week before he starts. <laughs> it makes you think. Very good. <laughs> Maybe uh, let your conscience be your guide there, Andy. <laughs> you and Jesse are uh, rivaling each other for longest monologue on the podcast today. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't even that. need to see All that right. full Monty performance because Andy just with <laughs> the entirely in such vivid detail. You tell me you don't want to see Patrick Wilson's butt? Come on. Come on. I feel like I can see it just by your like fourteen minute description. Yeah, of it, we can right? see the reflection in your eyes as you talked about it. <laughs> the gleam. Yeah. The picture in my mind. Okay. Oh, Andy, Andy, if you come on the uh, the fish podcast, you can describe as many Broadway numbers as you want. And with that, I'm gonna release our audience. Bye. 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 Bye.